Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Two Minute Warning. This is the high-paced American football podcast in which the time is in short supply, but the opinions are not. You caught me just adjusting the set last minute there, and they're still not really done. There we go. <laughs> it's been a slapdash uh, kind of set up to get ready and, and go here tonight because I'm in full Christmas mode. I'm really not uh, not in my normal broadcaster head, so uh, just kind of shoved it all in jingle all the way just lost well i knew this was going to happen so that's why i didn't get too invested in it it's what always happens my favorites uh are blown out before i even get a chance so yeah by one vote yours yeah well someone's off the christmas card list uh anyway (laughs) welcome in uh we're not talking about christmas movies now we're talking about american football all the wonderful things in the NFL. My name is Jez. I'm joined, as always, by Matt. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm good. I'm merry because, uh, as we as we said to our good folks uh, on Facebook early today, there'd be uh, rum and, and football and uh, not the rum. Uh, yeah, snap. I believe you have the rum, mm-hmm. uh, and we have the football, so it's all good. Yes, indeed. My my rum uh, actually comes <clears throat> comes courtesy of uh, our good friend Tamsinaki, who. Uh, Delivered it to my door yesterday, and I opened it uh, on on Don't Get Me Started. Hey. So, uh, uh, any any drunken opinions that I uh, may provide, uh, it's her fault. It's, well, that's what I'm saying absolutely. about that. But I haven't actually poured myself one yet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that uh, right now. Have you have you got your drink ready? I, I I do. It's 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 here in my uh, in my um whatever you want to call it. Oh yes, it's it's, it's, it's a different it's a different rum. It's a Kraken rum glass, and I'm drinking Dead Man's Fingers. So um, well, they're they're know. both Kraken rums, to be honest. Yeah, Kraken rums, absolutely. <laughs> now that's we've the started. Type of, that's the type of joke that needs to be in a Christmas cracker. Yeah, I think that's the kind of joke that gets submitted to a Christmas cracker, but it's even that is too too grown worthy to even be considered so they just send it back yeah yep yep but uh with no bye weeks and uh at the moment fingers crossed touch wood all things that are in the sea no uh modifications due to to covid problems we are ready for a full 16 game slate this week uh so we we should probably get the show started bit of business before we get to uh the games yeah, yeah, and as you said, a, a little bit of business, a little bit of housekeeping, shall business. we call it, on this uh, on this um, episode sixty eight, week sixteen pregame show, um, and we're kicking off with our prediction competition. Um, we're going to see how many we got in week fifteen in the NFL, and it's your turn this week, Jez. And on time down, take it away. Yeah, and I feel like a bit of a parrot this week I, I did i did it last week i think as well i can't remember um but the score at least in the regular competition is the same as it was last week mm. uh 10 each a draw yeah pretty good on the on the prediction front only a few uh wrong major surprises such as the lions winning um yeah and a few confusing uh things that uh really nobody predicted so i've got no no problem with it. Uh, it comes down once again to you bet. The first of which was from the Colts and Patriots game. The question was, will Mac Jones score more touchdowns than his running backs in week 15? 
we both said no, no chance, not with the Patriots running game as it is, and Mac Jones being as terrible as he is, I said. Um, but he did. Mac Jones he with did. two touchdowns and zero touchdowns for the running backs, so no points for us. Well done, Mac Jones, for doing something, I guess. Um, yeah. The second was from the Bears-Vikings game. The question was, would Bears quarterbacks... Uh, we didn't know fully who was starting then, so we can we can update that now. Will Justin Fields and Kirk Cousins both throw for over 250 yards and score three or more touchdowns? We both said no. Didn't happen for either of them. Kirk Cousins actually had a very low game, uh, especially mm. for him. I think it was his worst game as a Viking in terms of passing yards and, and touchdowns. So we got a point each there means we end the week again in a draw. Week 15 is Jez 11, Matt 11. Roll that into the final standings for 2021. Puts us at Jez 141, Matt 134. And with three weeks to go, I'm, I'm kind of doing nasty things to my Lombardi, knowing that I'm not going to have to send it anywhere at all. Yeah. It's it, it it does look uh, relatively safe. Although we, I have um, I've kept it at seven, so it's a lot closer than it was a few weeks back. Where yeah, I think I've I, I think I've won four of the last five, something like that. Which was, you know, that's how it snuck up because it was eking away at those points you had. I mean, it's possible. It is still possible, but. At this stage in the game, we are going to agree a fair amount because yeah, we know who the teams are at this point. It's not like at the beginning of the season where we really had no clue what the identity of each team was. Now, it, it's it, with a, a few slight exceptions that bounce back and forth between being great and being terrible, we pretty yeah. much know who everybody is at this stage. So, yeah, but... 16 games to predict now, so, you know, you all you need to do is get them all right, and I only need nine right, and that's that's up where I am. You'll be tying then, so... Y yes, yeah. yeah. Should, we, should we give it a go, see how you get on? I, I think we should. And so for the first time this season, uh, we're going to be predicting the Thursday night football game. Uh, don't normally do the show this early in the week, but obviously with Christmas and the fact that there's... Uh, games on Saturday once again. Uh, yeah. We've rolled it a bit earlier. So, Thursday Night Football is where we will begin. Tonight, 1.20am UK time, 8.20 Eastern. It's the 49ers and the Titans. First two minutes. Let's go. Well, this is this is a, a great game to kick off, right? Uh, Titans have started to fall apart just slightly after losing to New England, right? Um, it sure seems that way. Um, on the flip side of the coin with the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo last week had 231 yards, one touchdown versus the Falcons. Jeffrey Wilson, not a name that rolls off the tongue for me, 110 yards, one touchdown. George Kittle getting his numbers back up there, 93 yards off six receptions. Postseason does look settled for San Francisco, and for me, it's an easy Forty ers win. Um, I'm 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 struggling to disagree with you there, based on how the Titans have been in the last few weeks. I'm not going to attribute it to the Patriots. 
I think they were already kind of on that slippery slope down. Mm. And they're not a, a bad team now, but mm. without Derek Henry, they haven't got the running game going in quite the same way as they did earlier in the season with him in. That seems uh, an obvious thing to say, but it's worth pointing out. Um, and Ryan Tannehill, we've said it before, continues to struggle, isn't carrying that team in the same way that he was able to in, in previous seasons since arriving with Tennessee. Um, and I think Nick Bosa is going to get to Ryan Tannehill a whole lot in this game. He was sacked four times last week. The Titans O-line have allowed 41 sacks this year. That's 28th in the league. And there's no Julio Jones, uh, not really anyone to throw to uh, in Tennessee. They might get AJ Brown back, too early to say at this stage of the week, and that would help. But uh, the 49ers are on an upward trajectory. They continue to improve, and I think they will carry that into this game and get a very important win in the playoff picture. Very important that the 49ers win. I think they do. Yes. Agreement to start off. <laughs> uh, we move on to um, the, the the big day, Christmas Day, 9.30pm uh, UK time, 4.30 Eastern. And this is a heck of a game for Christmas Day. Uh, the Cleveland Browns travel to very, very wintry and possibility of snow down to Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers. Let's put two minutes up. I will put two minutes on the clock, but I'm going to make a point of saying hello, Tamsin, today, because I completely ignored her on the, on the last episode of Two Minute Warning. <laughs> I don't know how, but uh, I just missed all of her comments. And so, hello, Tamsin. And, uh, hello, Tamsin. And I'm currently enjoying enjoying the rum that you uh, provided me for Christmas beautifully. So if I say anything stupid, I'll uh, I'll blame the wine. The wine? The rum. There you go. It's already started. Ice already. <laughs> <laughs> now we will put two minutes on the clock. And the gift that keeps on giving uh, is the fact that Aaron Rodgers has to work on Christmas Day. I think that's beautiful. Um, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. God bless us, everyone. But the unfortunate side of that, at least for me and people that don't like Aaron Rodgers, of which there are plenty, is that the guy is on fire. Uh, 30 touchdowns on the year so far, only four interceptions, and the Browns are still a bit beaten up, mostly by COVID, and so you would hope that they get the majority of those players back, uh, certainly get Baker Mayfield back off the COVID list, but I think overcoming that Packers team that is top of the NFC and really on a roll is going to be a big ask. Maybe if they can get Nick Chubb going, because the, the Packers... Historically not very good against the run, less so this year. Slim chances, I don't see it. Packers win for me. Yeah, and I'm going to echo that with, with the Packers winning. Um, but yeah, can I just clarify why the NFL play on Christmas Day? I mean, we get the Queen's speech, reruns of Wallace and Gromit, yada, 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 and America gets Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield. Who's getting the better deal? We'll let the people decide. Um, Green Bay sitting pretty still in that number one slot for the NFC. Uh, that probably won't change with two weeks after this left. Uh, Rodgers had 268 yards and three touchdowns, building up that 30, which is really good for a guy his age. 
in that 31 to 30 victory versus the Ravens. Where the Green Bay go is Aaron Rodgers in this or still in this win now mode. We'll see. They're sitting pretty though. Like I said, Packers win. I will just uh, respond to, to what you said about Christmas Day things. One, I like Wallace and Gromit. I can watch a lot of Wallace and Gromit. I'm quite happy with that. Uh, but the, we don't always get the NFL on Christmas Day. It's just because it's a Saturday no. and the way it's fallen. Yeah. We do tend to get yeah. it on the Saturday around Christmas. But, uh, a, a Christmas Day tradition in American sports is the NBA. You get an NBA game every Christmas. That is uh, the way that works, but I don't know. Wallace and Gromit? I think I might take that. I'm not, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of Wallace and Gromit. I'm just saying we get the Queen and Wallace and Gromit. Surely we're getting the better deal, right? What if we suited up the Queen and suited up Wallace and Gromit and put Royal Family versus the characters from Wallace and Gromit in an American football match? That seems uh, like a great Christmas be, Day tradition. That, that, that'd, be, that'd be epic. <laughs> well, epic is the word. Uh, certainly when you get to the the later of the Christmas Day games. Uh, 1.15 a.m. UK time. 8.15 Eastern for uh, uh, those in the States. It's the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals. Two minutes on the clock. Let's have a go. Yeah, well, the Colts are going to cult in this one. Um, they picked up, and I'll openly admit it, a very impressive 27-17 victory against my New England Patriots last dominant. week. Very dominant with, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah you, you could Taylor. say uh, embarrassing. It was, yeah, with that massive long run. Anyway, um, the Lions beat the Cardinals. So that was bonkers. Cardinals getting demolished. Um, Cardinals are just starting to look like they've given up now. Um, yeah. A little bit of an easier call for me, and I'm going to say uh, Indianapolis Colts win. I'm going to agree with you, but I'm not going to say that it's an easy call. Um, the Cardinals got super complacent. That was obvious to see. The Lions walked all over them last week, uh, and that team is not at all looking like playoff material. But this happens to the great teams. They have to have that blip along the road in the regular season. They need a wake-up call that gets them back on track. This could be that for the Arizona Cardinals. But unfortunately for them, the Colts, who are on their own path to the playoffs, had that wake-up call a lot earlier in the season and are now rolling and are taking down some, some giants uh, of the league. So if you can't take down the Lions and the Colts are taking down the likes of the Patriots and making them seem one-dimensional... I don't see what chance uh, Arizona have, uh, especially when they couldn't stop Reynolds last week in Detroit. They can't stop him. They're not going to stop Jonathan Taylor, who got 170 yards and a touchdown on the Patriots. Got to get that in there. So, yeah, Colts win. Yeah, well, that's, that's what won the game for, for the Colts, wasn't it? It's, it's Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I, I think I was saying to you pre-show that he's now got a 400 plus yard um, advantage, shall we call it, for, for, for the show's sake, over his next 
comparable um, rival for rushing yards in the league this year. And we've got to remember that Jonathan Taylor is a rookie. Yeah. He's a rookie running back. And and um, interestingly, ironically perhaps, I think that that nearest, closest uh, peer is actually James Conner at the, at the Cardinals. If I'm... That's yeah. just coming from the top of my head. Don't... Uh, Fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure that that James Conner is is up there in yards. Yeah. Uh, it might be yeah, touchdowns. So, I'm thinking though, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, you, you know, Jonathan Taylor over 1500 yards rushing. You know, when he's putting up over 100 yards a game, that's <laughs> close to 200 in some cases. Yeah, he's going to be well ahead. Yeah, and depending on who the Colts play, we could see him you know, potentially uh, go for that single season rushing record not as impressive with an, with an extra game it won't hold the no, same no kind of thing but if he can do it in 16 games maybe then mm. then they start to to consider him alongside yeah, the greats definitely. yeah definitely but, yeah but we digress at least we digressed we in, a, in a football way this time that makes a change we did we did and our next um, game it it is our next game and it's uh <clears throat> it feels a bit weird calling it sunday because here in the UK is it's Boxing Day, yeah, uh, and in the states it's just Sunday, um, and it's the six PM games with uh, the now taller than tall Detroit Lions, and they travel to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Let's put two minutes up. So I'm going to keep this fairly simple. I uh, don't have too much to say on the subject. <laughs> I think the Lions have arrived. I've been. Shouting from the rooftops that I don't think the Lions are as bad as their record suggests all year. Had some very unlucky games uh, and they fought all the way. I would say that they are the hardest fighting team in the NFL, even though that they have had, uh, you know, some of the the worst losses. They beat a playoff contender in the Cardinals. They had a random dude that I don't think any anybody had ever heard of before. Craig Reynolds uh, rushed for 97 yards in the last of their two games, and he's filled that gap that DeAndre Swift left with his injury. I think the Lions could win out, to be honest. I think they have that potential. Lions win for me, easily over the Falcons. Yeah, well, on on that flip side, with the Falcons, I mean, they still suck. Uh, only managed 13 points when they played uh, San Francisco 49ers last week. With the Lions, however, Jared Goff, uh, 21 completions from 26 attempts, so pretty good rating there. Uh, 216 yards through the air, three touchdowns. Amon Ra St. Brown, um, he's a name that, that, that popped out. Uh, 90 receiving yards, one touchdown. Who doesn't believe in the Lions? I mean, like you said, Maybe they have arrived, and I think you're quite right in saying that they are the hardest fighting team in the league right now. Yeah, their record is bloody awful. Uh, they ruined that perfect symmetry by beating the Cardinals. But to do that um, speaks volumes for what the future could hold for them next season. And for me as well, it's a Lions win. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we've got some people who uh, believe in the Lions uh, right here. Your father, who conveniently uh, turned up after I'd uh, finished trashing the Patriots. Very, very convenient. <laughs> uh, believes in the Lions. Going to the Super Bowl, 
Yeah, maybe they'll get tickets. I can see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They've got nothing else to do now. They've been eliminated from playoff contention. They could. They've got plenty of time to get some Super Bowl tickets. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Ali Law 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 Law. Welcome. Hey, Joshua Sports. Could you turn your hat around, please? No. Moving on. We uh, <laughs> we move to our next game. The uh, Rams will travel. Uh, to Minnesota. This might have been a, a snow game in previous years. Uh, well, in in that brief gap where the, the Vikings played outside, but we're indoors, so not so much now. Uh, the Rams will play the Vikings in Minnesota. Two minutes on the clock. Yeah, boo hiss to these indoor stadiums where it's cold. I mean, Green Bay play outside. Come on, Minnesota, sort it out. Take the roof off. Um, Vikings are looking good and still have a slot in the wild card round. Deserve it, yeah, maybe so. Also deserve to win bigger against Chicago, but never failed to mess up. However, on the flip side, the other team, the Rams, have a super team of players like the Buccaneers had last season. Um, so lots of lots of pieces. Finally fitting into place, or maybe it's been there all all year. Um, but yeah, I think the Rams are going to win big. Yeah, I I think the Rams are are rolling now. They're definitely on their way, uh, at least to a deep playoff run, if not the Super Bowl. And you and I have conversed about potential people that mm. reach the Super Bowl. I I just hope it isn't the Rams and the Patriots again, because I still have nightmares about that Rams Patriots Super Bowl, <laughs> which hands down is the worst, worst Super Bowl of all time. It was atrociously dull. Uh, it was the Super Bowl immediately uh, preceding the first episode of Two Minute Warning, though, so it's not all bad. Mm. But I don't want to see that kind of atrocious play in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see better. The Rams are a very different team now. And uh, I think they dealt very well with the Seahawks on Tuesday. They're riding high from that win in Arizona a few weeks ago. The Vikings, on the other hand, did not dominate the Bears in the way that they really should, considering all the mistakes that were made in Chicago last week. They really should have walked that. I can see them sacking Matt Stafford a few times, but I don't think that they have enough tools in the bag to beat the Rams. So I'm going Rams win easily without mm. a real contention or competition going here now need to catch up on some chat because it's 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 rife got lots it's of conversation going. absolutely yeah uh first of all hello finite project welcome welcome uh ali law 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 alex seems to think you keep your stickers on your on your hats i do i do you're supposed to that's that's the style that's what you do uh I feel mugged off, though. I had Browns to win the division. They finally get back into the race, then lost to the Raiders due to bloody COVID. I still think they have a chance if they beat the Bengals Steelers. Can even afford to lose in Week 16 to Green Bay. Yes, I was very vocal at the beginning of the year about how much I believed in the Browns. Unfortunately, that has steadily and slowly declined, and I do think that they their chances of doing anything in the playoffs are slim now. Um, we we will get to the Browns a little bit later in, in their game, but I feel your pain. I was a believer in the Browns as well. Um, my biggest sweat, he says, and you'll be interested in this one, Matt, is on the Bills. 
Uh, I have them to win the division. They had it won earlier in the season. Then the Pats won seven in a row. They did. As long as the Bills win at the Pats on Sunday, I think the division is theirs. And I'm going to leave that thought, actually. I'm not going to give you the chance to rebut. But keep that in mind when we get to that game in a little while. How, how important is this game? Bills and the Patriots on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not where we're going next. It certainly isn't, but we are going to an AFC East team <clears throat> and uh, Jacksonville, the Jaguars, that is, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they travel up to East Rutherford to play the New York Jets. Let's put two minutes up. Yeah, so rather than talking about exciting playoff teams, we're going to talk about the Jags and the Jets, obviously, and that's great timing from our notes there. Um, in what is the the draft pick? Super Bowl, maybe? Is this the game to determine who will get the number one overall pick in the draft next year? It could very well be. It might come down to uh, to a, a one uh, a head-to-head record, is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I tried to give Trevor Lawrence the benefit of the doubt. You heard me say, no, it's not his fault, it's the team. But I'm I'm rapidly running out of excuses for the guy, if I'm honest. The errors that he has been making are beyond that of a regular rookie or even uh, a QB that's had poor coaching all year. The Jags need to get him some help and some decent coaching very quickly. Otherwise, that is a situation that is never going to improve. But on the other side, Zach Wilson's terrible as well. And he has had the help. Uh, He has been outperformed by other QBs in that same system. He's still only got six touchdowns and 11 interceptions on the year. Mm-hmm. So you look at these two teams, I think the Jets' running game and defense will carry them. It's Jets for me. Yeah, and I think it's um, the Jets for me as well. Um, the Jaguars now own the 2022 number one draft pick. Um, that's already settled. I mean, they traded with Detroit, and then the Lions went and won. So they're out of that number one overall pick at the moment. The 2-12 and 12 Jags do own that spot right now. And with a tough end to the regular season, they're looking like a 2-15 and 15 team. So, um, yeah, it's probably going to be the Jags again. Uh, Jets have to improve where it's going to be. Fresh off that close 31-24 loss versus the Dolphins. And obviously the reason that I said that this is the Super Bowl, uh, the draft pick Super Bowl, is that, as I said, the Lions are going to win out. So they're not going to be anywhere near the first overall pick. No, no. Yeah. And I, I just think, um, I mean, I was looking at the the um, draft picks um, and like I said, the Jags currently sit in that number on overall. Um, they can't really replace Trevor Lawrence because the QB class for... Uh, the next year's draft is quite weak, apparently. One of the weakest QBs um, classes. A bit like the top 10 of the uh, of the 2021 draft, I guess. Yeah. Also, it's turning out to be anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's been bad, says your father, but give him an off-season with better weapons and coaching and he can be salvaged. I hope so. I hope so, mm. because he was supposed to be, you know, the QB of a generation. Oh, he was meant to be the saviour, wasn't he? He was he was brought up as the saviour of Jacksonville. I mean, all the talk we did was 
Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he was, everybody was talking about this QB and he's, I don't know whether, like you said, it's, it's the coaching or, well, Urban Meyer's gone. Um, but yeah, it's, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that he hasn't got many weapons around him. Or protection from the offensive line. Or the protection, yeah. Or a coach that, that calls running plays, even though they've got a pretty damn good running back. Yeah, it, the deck is stacked against him for sure. Hopefully yes. they can address that in the offseason. Uh, I, w- I will just uh, say, for anybody that is new to to this show, because uh, we've got a few new people in tonight, uh, I'm Jez, that's Matt, this is Two Minute Warning. We discuss uh, all the latest in the NFL two minutes at a time against the clock. We do. Uh, Ali Law 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 likes your shirt, so um, I'm quickly going off him. Um, Fine. Better not be another Patriots a, fan up in here, I can't deal with another one. It's, it's, a, it's a Randy Moss throwback. So it's cool. Mm. Uh, and your father says, uh, yeah, crazy to think that the offensive rookie of the year was taken by 15. Yeah, he was long gone by 15, the offensive rookie mm. of the year. Yeah, like 15 is a distant. <laughs> Off there in the distance. But yeah, it is It is crazy to think that, Tom. You're, you're absolutely right. Let's move on then. Our next game, um, not necessarily a, another uh, stellar performance. The New York Giants will travel to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. Slightly more intrigue in this than the last game. What do you think? Two minutes. Yeah, so um, the Giants lost 21-6. I guess that was expected versus uh, what we now know is a pretty good Cowboys team. Um, On the flip side, the Eagles won 27-17. Giants have struggled most this year. Um, I'm... With this one, I don't see changing their 2021 fortunes. Um, Eagles have relied heavily on Jalen Hurts, especially last week. He had three touchdowns in total. He had one through the air, two uh, rushing touchdowns himself. The Eagles surely have to improve to eight and seven. Yeah, I think they're still in that wild card picture. It's this it's very very tight in the Super Wild Card picture but yeah eagles to win i can't argue with you with you there it's an eagles victory for me um that's not necessarily because they're on to big things if they do eke into the playoffs in a in a wild card position then i don't see them going very far but they could do it and they would do it on the back mm. of their running game uh, i've raved about their running game quite a lot this season i still think jalen hurts is struggling uh, he had a much better game last week, I will say. Uh, 296 yards on a fairly decent secondary is is reasonable. Um, they do have the benefit that if he does continue to struggle and it really starts to go wrong for Jalen Hurts, they can just turn to Minshew Mania and he'll carry them across the line, I think. A much more traditional, natural pocket passer in, mm-hmm. in Gardner Minshew that can lean on that running game quite heavily and, and carry that team on. Uh the Giants are just going to be in kind of recovery mode, limp to the end mode now. Uh, they put Daniel Jones uh, on IR for the rest of the year. He's done. Pretty much calls an end to their season, right? I don't see Mike Glennon doing a whole lot for them. He's certainly not done a whole lot in his life ever before. So, yeah, Eagles win. <laughs> Chicago's favourite son, Mike Glennon. Thought so you much. were going to see somebody else then. Then so much money, <laughs> so much money spent on that guy. It's going to be Jake Fromm, I think. Oh well, okay. 
No. I mean, it's oh, not yeah. Mike Glennon. That's an, that's an improvement, but Jake From has only been there about two and a half days, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> We're going Eagles. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's picked. It's in the history books. And now we can get to that meat on the bone. We can, we can, and it's uh, it feels a little bit déjà vu, uh, and it's the second one of the season. It's the return game. Uh, you've got Buffalo, and that's the Bills of Buffalo, traveling to the um, Bills Patriots, New England Patriots, at number one Patriot place, the place you love to go, Jez. Um, it's the Bills at the Patriots. Let's put two minutes up. And I don't know what the NFL have done with their scheduling, but there are a few games that have had this very quick rematch turnaround, divisional mm. games like this. I do feel like we were only talking about this game last week, but there you go. Uh, what are you going to do? Last time, those many, many moons ago, the, the running game carried the Patriots to a dominant win over the Bills. Uh, but with Damian Harris ailing, I assume he'll might get back into the starting lineup this weekend. There's no real word on that yet. Um, and the the non-performance that uh, we had from the Bills last time. I, I think... I don't know. The way that the Patriots performed against the Colts, they're going to have to put the ball in Big Mac's hands a little bit more. Mm. I don't think that's going to end well for him. He was exposed a little bit last week uh, against the Colts. Um, we saw the real McCoy, if you will. The real McCoy. See what I did there. But, um, I'm going to go Bills. <laughs> it's got to be Bills because, as we mentioned earlier, this is must-win for the Bills. Otherwise, I think their playoff hopes are done. Completely done. I I don't think that their playoffs hopes would be done if they even lost. Um, this will be better than a few weeks back. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, the Bills are fresh off bashing the Panthers 31-14. Josh Allen had 210 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Um, Patriots off a rude awakening versus the Colts, as I said earlier. 27-17 loss. Uh, Bills didn't get to see that passing game last time, though, did they? Uh, that's what Bill Belichick is going with. That's his excuse. It's a very, very it was in important the closet. game. Absolutely. Uh, and for me, uh, it's the first time we're going to disagree. I'm going Patriots win. Yeah, that, that must be it. Belichick was just keeping keeping Mac Jones's secrets safe away from the world. Yeah, yeah, that must be it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, it, you know, it's just as a, as an ending note outside of the time, I think if, if the Patriots do win, that's the East zone up. Yeah. And, and when I say... No, we're outside the two minutes now. But when I say that the Bills' chances are done if they lose this, I don't mean they won't make the playoffs. What I mean to say is it's all going to be downhill from there. If the Bills can't yeah. win the AFC East, that's a massive confidence deflator. It's like popping a balloon. Yeah. I, and I don't see them recovering from, from that. Historically, the Patriots have had their number thought that those days were over the bills rolled into this season as the much better team and if yeah. they get rolled by the patriots and mac jones who can barely a burger without getting out of breath i don't see <laughs> them re really recovering from that 
from a morale point of view, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. We shall see. Go Bills. I'll, I'll be rooting for you, Bills. Let's do it. Put that stuffing on. Now, <laughs> this next game is one that I, I'm I'm struggling with, really. I'm struggling with these teams. The Baltimore Ravens uh, will head to face their division rival in the Cincinnati Bengals. Two minutes. All yours, first of all. Yeah, so Joe Burrow uh, last week had only 157 passing yards, one touchdown, um, and that was in a 15 points to 10 win. And no, that's not a score, Gami. Uh, versus the Broncos. Um, Why I order. And the Bengals are in playoff contention at eight and six. Uh, Ravens could be without Lamar Jackson, which will prove difficult, even though they only lost by one point. Uh, and that's pretty much down to um, John Harbour or Harbour um, for not trusting Justin Tucker, the guy who set the league record for the longest kick earlier this season, right? Uh, but I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm going Ravens as well, but not convincingly. Not convincingly. Um, no. As I said, I'm struggling. Uh, both of these teams are kind of up and down. You don't really know what we what you're going to get each week. Um, I don't even know if Lamar Jackson's going to be in the game this week. It seemed like he was this close to playing uh, last week, but had to be replaced by Huntley. Then it seemed like he was good to go, but now we're hearing reports today that maybe he won't be ready. So who knows? It could be all gamesmanship. They're gaming me pretty well, I will I will say that. But I will make my pick on the assumption that Lamar Jackson is back. It's going to go very differently, differently without him. Either way, I think Lamar needs to get Mark Andrews involved in much the same way that Tyler Huntley did last week. That was very good work from him against the Packers. And I look at the last meeting between these two. The Bengals recorded five sacks, seven QB hits... And throughout all that, Jackson still got 257 yards and a passing touchdown. So I think that's the key. He can be knocked around and still get it done. And that's why I will go Ravens win. Reluctantly. Yeah. Tentatively. It could flip of a coin type game. It is a bit, be... yeah. They're both, they're both good teams. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. They're yeah. not perfect, but they're both good teams, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we do move on to... Um, not two good teams. Not two good teams. Mm. Uh, one good-ish team yep. um, in the Chargers, and they travel to uh, Houston to play the Texans. Two minutes on the clock. Yeah, I'd put the Chargers solidly in that category with the Ravens and the Bengals, to be fair. I think they're, they're much mm. the same kind of team at the moment. Um, this is an easy one, obviously. Uh, I don't think Houston have got the moxie uh, of a Detroit Lions, say, to pull up a huge upset against a playoff contender. Herbert's rocking again. Uh, we, we seem to have left that that bad Justin behind uh, in the earlier weeks of the season. 236 yards and two touchdowns on Kansas City last week, only one interception. Got to watch that, but we're heading in the right direction. He's also got Keenan Allen back now. He eased his way in uh, last week, adding to the, the attack that they've got going. Uh, and I'd usually at this point run through some keys to victory for the Texans if they were going to pull it off. But it's the Texans, so 
I'm not going to. Chargers win. Yeah, and it was good Justin last week. Is it the same this week, Jez? Uh, we'll wait and see. We've got to wait until Sunday. Uh, the Texans have had a crap season. Yes, external issues to Sean Watson, mainly. I haven't helped, although they did win 30 points to 16 against Jacksonville last week, but it was only Jacksonville. Uh, Davis Mills, 209 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Putting up numbers, but he's not going to win. He's not going to win a game for them. I think all, all in all, everything that's gone on with Houston this year has put a dampener on what they could have been. There's just been too much noise, external noise. Like I said, I think the Chargers will prove to be far too much for them, uh, and Justin Herbert could just. Wild win. Yeah, the Texans are still carrying around that Bill O'Brien baggage, even though he's long gone. Yeah, it's just um, it, it's sad it to just say, seems really. to be lingering, isn't it? And it just doesn't seem to go away. There's always, always, always something, something new happening with with Houston in the press. Um, like I said, Bill O'Brien, Deshaun Watson, everything. It's just like something new's happened. But it's old news, and yeah, it needs to move on. And Deshaun Watson is now listed as a former quarterback at Houston. Who cares, man? Yeah, yeah. Good riddance. <laughs> uh, but moving on, something that we do yes. thoroughly care about was uh, the action between the Saints and the Buccaneers last week. And this week, the uh, the Buccaneers, embarrassed perhaps with their tail between their legs, will travel to their other division rival, the Carolina Panthers. Two minutes. Yeah, so it's Cam Newton versus Tom Brady. It's the two former Patriots quarterbacks' first matchup since they both left New England, right? Yeah, that, that's what uh, we're watching, yeah. Absolutely. Um, they have something in common. Uh, Bill Belichick and Wintrin Foxborough. Um, Buccaneers are starting to look thin in certain positions, which is worrying for their postseason hopes. Uh, Tom Brady quite funnily broke a surface, a Microsoft Surface tab uh, by throwing it off his seat area, just lobbed it uh, in a straw. Um, so yeah, that Odd nine nothing loss, uh, and he also didn't get a fine for expletives towards one of the Saints' coaching staff. There we are, uh, Buccaneers win. Yeah, now uh, the old Tom Brady that I hated in the New England Patriots reared his head last week with that paddy he had uh, and threw the mm. the surface down. Didn't like that, but I did kind of uh, enjoy the uh, the repartee, should we say, between uh, <laughs> he and the uh, the Saints coaches on the sideline, that that tickled me. Uh, we can't repeat it on this show because uh, we are no. somewhat family friendly. Uh, so it's clear now that the Saints have the Bucks number in the regular season. I didn't believe it. We we both predicted uh, Bucks victory last week, mm -hmm. uh, but they shut out Tom Brady for the first time since he was a wee twenty nine year old lad in nineteen dickety two or. In actuality, 2006. Um, 
But the Panthers don't seem to have any numbers at the moment, let alone having Brady's number like the Saints do. Uh, I think the Bucks win, but these injuries are a concern. Chris Godwin's out for the season, Fournette's out for the season, Mike Evans is questionable. They should get Antonio Brown back, but it's only a matter of time before he, like, licks someone with COVID or something. Uh, the crazy fool. I don't know. It's going to be scrappy. Brady's going to have to work for it. But the Bucks win, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Tight spiral, though, on that that surface. Yeah, it was a... Mm. It did get a flick in. As he he took it and threw it on the ground. Yeah. He threw the rest of the cake, too. Welcome to the real world. Anyway. Yeah. Let's move on. (laughs) Reluctantly to the next game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the uh, last of our 6 p.m. games. And we move on to uh, 9 p.m.-ish. Uh, on the Boxing Day, Sunday, right? I'm mm-hmm. forgetting all the days. I don't know whether it's the rum or, um, you know, whatever. There are no so, days now. There are only numbers right. and nicknames. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and um, it's your Bears travelling to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Two minutes on the clock. There were some bright spots in that game with the Vikings last week for Chicago. Mainly, all of the players that for some reason they haven't been playing all year. Um, Thomas Graham, the junior at corner, was the starter that should have been there day one. Um, The secondary of nobody's played better than our supposed starters did all year. Not sure why these guys aren't getting a look in, especially considering they have been bad from day dot. Shocking. Poor coaching. Poor general managing, hashtag fire Nagy, hashtag fire pace. Got to get that in there. On the other side, the Seahawks put up a good fight against the Rams on Tuesday night, but they were very much the inferior team. Um, The Seahawks should have enough for the Bears, I will say. Uh, They'll exploit the old secondary because they won't have learned any lessons and, and put people like Thomas Graham in there. It'll still be the losers that can't swat a ball down. And uh, they'll swan to victory like like nothing, I would expect. I'm going to see Hawks win. Yeah, so um, this is uh, Wilson's first losing season since leaving college. And that's now in the books. Uh, he had 156 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception last week. And they're shockingly 5-9. and nine. Uh, Bears seem to be losing, but fighting to the end with some sort of hope for... A rebuild in the off season, maybe a new head coach if you ask Santa. Please, um please. this could be a this could be a great game, type one two, Bears and Seahawks officially out of the playoffs, right? Um I want to see the Bears fight harder and pick up the win, so you're happy with football over Christmas jazz. Mm-hmm. But I just think Seahawks with with Wilson, he's got some sort of point to prove before he goes elsewhere next year, and it's going to be a Seahawks win. I don't even think if Wilson if Wilson couldn't be bothered, I think they'd still walk the Bears the way the Bears have been playing. To be honest, but uh, yeah, who 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 knows if Russell Wilson will even start this late into the season? Yeah, he he will, but yeah, yeah, he's got nothing. He's got nothing to to go forward for us you know playoffs no pro ball so no no but as you say he is he's auditioning for next year's yes. team when he yeah. when he asked yeah. for a trade that he didn't ask yeah. for this year honest wink wink 
Um, <laughs> Jez, what are the holes in the roster that most need fixing with your shiny new coach? Asterix, Matt Nagy with a mustache. Well, Matt Nagy's already got a mustache, so it would be Matt Nagy without a mustache if he was going to try and yeah. try and jinkies his way back in Scooby Doo style. Um, I think the biggest holes, honestly, are coaching. Like most of the players are there. It yeah. might be on the practice squad or in the second and third string and need to be replaced and actually brought into the roster. But I think all the tools are there. They're just not being utilised. Offensive line needs to be addressed. That hasn't been right in Chicago for ever. But I think the tools are there. They just need to be coached better and administrated better. That's really all that Chicago needs. Justin Fields has already proved that he can hang with the best of them, even with no offensive line and no one to throw to except for Darnell Mooney. So <laughs> I know it's an aside, but I'm getting really, really annoyed with people saying, just throw the ball to Alan Robinson. Just get the ball to Alan Robinson. He'll outplay anybody and he'll go up for the ball. It's like, yeah, okay, well, did you watch the game uh, on, uh, not this week, week 14? I can't remember who it was against. But did you, did you watch that game where Justin Fields did send the ball to Alan Robinson several times when he was wide open and he just dropped the ball? Yeah, great, great guy, that Alan Robinson. We really, really deserve keeping him on a franchise tag. Yeah, so what you're saying is O-line and wide receiver. Yeah, I think wide receiver's probably fine as, as long as you get, get Alan Robinson out of the starting lineup. The other guys are okay. I would I would say O-line and corner. And someone on the other side of Thomas Graham Jr. Like, he should be the starter now. He proved that he can play. Still not sold on Artie Burns or any of the others, really. Um, either make Eddie Jackson actually show up to work and do stuff on the field or replace him at safety. Yeah, I should coach the Bears. It's easy. Moving on. <laughs> Our next we game. Uh, not an easy pick for us I wouldn't say and it's probably not going to be an easy game for uh, the Denver Broncos either having lost their starting quarterback but they will travel down to Las Vegas and look for some of that Vegas luck as they take on the Raiders two minutes yeah so um, interesting enough about Las Vegas is uh, it's been named Super Bowl venue the Allegiant Stadium for 2024 good Super Bowl whatever that is um the Raiders won um, 16-14 last week against the Browns. Derek Carr, 236 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Kind of just keeps putting numbers up. Um, still in the playoff hunt, these Las Vegas Raiders. And like I said, Super Bowl, you know, plenty of time to get good enough and have a home Super Bowl. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders will... For me, go to eight and seven this week, cement that wild card slot. Um, so yeah, Las Vegas win. I'm going to agree with you. And uh, hello, Mark. By the way, welcome in. Uh, I reluctantly agree, uh, and that's on the basis that Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play. I don't think he plays after that nasty scare last week. Uh, we're likely to see Drew Locke under centre. It's a big test for him, and I think it's a test that he fails. If I'm wrong on that and he comes in and plays at least at a Bridgewater level, then they have a very good chance of winning. That defense 
should be able to carry them fairly well. But in their last meeting, Derek Carr threw for 341 yards. Broncos' defense has stiffened since then. They've got a lot better over, over the course of the season. But if they don't have that ability to answer with points, as Teddy Bridgewater might have been able to, and I, I see it being a big struggle for the Denver Broncos. So with all that in mind, I'm going to go for a Raiders win. Locke was fine last week in relief, but he wasn't inspiring. I just I just think he's going to crumble, unfortunately. Raiders, 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 all the way. Uh, yeah, the guys when I was on the F1. Yes, I remember, Mark. Yes, it was me and uh, and Duff and, and Reese for the Effing Racing Show. This is Two Minute Warning. This is the uh, is. American football podcast. We discuss everything from the NFL two minutes at a time. Uh, your father. I thought the Broncos were such a spicy team before the season, but like the Browns, they have let me down. Yeah, and mm. it was always that kind of QB situation. Bridgewater was doing just enough, and he was starting to kind of get going. Who knows whether he'll be back this season? Uh, it seemed like a pretty nasty concussion. But best wishes to him. It was a scary moment after he landed yeah. on the top of his head and looked like he might have done far worse than a concussion and was taken out on a stretcher. So we'll we'll just give well wishes to him and uh, hope that we see him on the field uh, again. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on then to our next game. We do, and it's the uh, the last on the 9pm-ish state on, uh, on Boxing Day. Um, and it's the Steelers, and they travel to the um, now, well, we'll call them the Spicy Chiefs. <laughs> there we are. They are spicy. Uh, yeah, Steelers at Chiefs. Two minutes on the clock. You said they're spicy. Can we, can we say now, are we allowed to say at this point, that Mahomes is back after that performance last week. Um, 410 yeah. yards, those were Mahomes-like numbers. Three touchdowns and an interception against the Chargers. Uh, Kelsey was the main recipient of this resurgence. 191 yards, two touchdowns there. Uh, Tyreek Hill with 148 yards and a touchdown. Ain't shabby either. So it was looking like the Kansas City Chiefs of old. On the other side, the Steelers just about proved uh, me right when I said that their their defense would carry them and Big Ben would do enough. The defense certainly carried them when it mattered, but Big Ben went back to his early season form a little bit. 148 yards and uh, Denada TDs. I, I just don't see the Steelers keeping up with the Chiefs scoring attack at full force as it appears to be again, so I'm going Chiefs win. Yeah, so obviously Patrick Listen to me when I said stop carrying too much money in your pants so, um, yeah. at, at game time because this guy is on fire again. Uh, it's a great quarterback versus a old used-to-be-good quarterback and this can only go on one way unless Kansas City lose the likes of Travis Kels and Patrick Mahomes it's in this Kels, game. It's Kels, isn't it? I forgot. Yeah. It is Kels, yeah. And I'm just... You know, going back to when we were told off for calling him Travis Kelsey. Um, this can be a game for Kansas City to make a statement of intent and for them to keep that AFC number one spot in the playoffs and 
have a bye week and all sorts home field advantage. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fairly straightforward, I feel, than uh, a Kansas City win. Yes, of course. Travis Kels and, and Kansas City. Uh, we may, need Society, to make sure we yeah. get those right. Yeah. Absolutely. The, Can- the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Shout out to Kelsey yes. for winning my fantasy semi final for me. Yeah. I, I expect that happened a fair bit uh, around the fantasy football world. Uh, yeah. M- might have happened to me if I was playing, but fantasy football is trash, so I don't do that anymore. It's a game. Yeah, I'm calling it tra- I'm calling it trash too because I lost and got kicked out of the consolation game. See, game for losers and idiots, just like I said. Mm. Now, absolutely. This might be a game for losers and idiots as well. We'll see. Uh, Sunday night football, one twenty a.m. UK time, eight twenty Eastern. The Washington football team head to Jerry World to face the Dallas Cowboys. Lots of divisional games this week. What a what a great Christmas treat with all these divisional games. Two minutes on the clock. Yeah, so this is heated bench gate. Uh, so put it into context. The Cowboys took heated benches to Washington a few weeks ago. Now Washington are taking their own heated benches to Dallas. What the actual... Um, this is the NFL in 2021 and has been a bigger story than the game itself in certain circles i.e. Twitter. Um, Dak Prescott looked pedestrian with 217 yards and only one touchdown last week. Uh, This is a great game and a great time for benches to warm up and keep those players warm because this game could be explosive. Washington football team to win for me. I mean, if the Washington football team really want to replicate that kind of home field advantage and keep people warm, they should bring cannons of raw sewage and blast it on the on the stands at, mm. at Jerry World. Then it would be a, a bit like uh, the Washington football team home stadium. I don't even know who sponsored them now. FedEx ditched them, right? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, anyway, on to the football. This is another quick turnaround. We only had this game... Two weeks ago? Week 14. Yeah. Even quicker turnaround than uh, the Patriots game. The Cowboys dominated that. The defense only allowed 124 passing yards. That's how you win a football game. Um, I think we're going to get Taylor Heineke back from the COVID list this week. He's got Terry McLaurin back, and Terry eased his way back into the game with uh, Garrett Gilbert under center, the uh, uh, Alliance of American Football's favorite son, on Tuesday night. Two receptions for 51 yards from McLaurin. That'll do. That'll do in a game that really did not matter and they weren't expected to win. I think the Cowboys' defense carry this for them again and the Cowboys need this win to keep to keep that train going and maybe get that bye in the NFC playoff picture. So I'm going Cowboys win. Cowboys win. Uh, yeah. It's only the second time, isn't it, that we've disagreed, I think. <laughs> yep, I think it is today. You're not going to win any Lombardies with uh, agreeing with me, Matt. You know? No. That's how we tie games. Uh, yeah, they should That's attempt true. to shut down some investigations on the field, and then Dan Snyder will feel right at home. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, barely justifiably, that. Yes. Okay. One game remains. It does one game remaining, and it's uh, 
it's a bank holiday Monday football game in the UK. Uh, not so much in the States because you don't have bank holidays. Uh, anyway, we got the Monday night football game. It's the 1.15am kickoff UK time. 8.15pm Eastern with Miami travelling to New Orleans to play the Saints. Let's put two minutes up. So you'd have to assume uh, that 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 Tua's got a hard time against the defence that, that shut out Tom Brady, right? You've got to assume that he's going to have a bad time. Maybe, but we won't go back to the uh, the got your number conversation from earlier. What I will say is that the rumours are back once again that the Dolphins are ready to move on from Tua Tagovailoa at the end of the season. I, I think he did fine against the Jets. Not mm. stellar, but fine. 196 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, okay. Um, but I think this game is the chance to really show himself and really perform for that top brass in Miami. If he can outperform Tom Brady in back-to-back weeks, then they have to keep him, right? It just If he's better than Tom Brady, which he could be, by beating the Saints, they have to keep him. Unfortunately, I'm not sure he does that. Uh, the Saints are riding high from doing the double uh, on the Super Bowl champs, and they're at home in the super loud dome Saints win. It's not going to be difficult. No, I'm going Saints as well. Uh, Dolphins are now assured of that number three spot in the AFC. So, uh, yeah, congrats, guys. Um, Saints on the two-game winning streak, sitting second in the NFC South, with playoff hopes still alive at 7-7. Seven and seven. A win in this one could cement the playoff space in the wild card. Uh, Tua, as you've said, could be on his way out, but questions surely remain over him. And is it his ability? Is it coaching? Or, like I said, pure ability. To perform in a league that is full of talent. New Orleans, I think, are going to have far too much for Miami, and it's going to be a Saints win. Yeah, yeah. And that's not to say that I don't necessarily believe in Tua. Ugly interception mm. aside, says your father. Tua looked fine. He's he's clearly got QB1 upside. I completely agree. Uh, I'm just not sure that Miami is the place for him. I think no. I think he does need a fresh start somewhere else with some decent coaching. Um, there's plenty of candidates think, out there. Yeah, I, th- I think he'd I think he'd be better suited, like you said, to. Um, I I don't think he fits in any of the teams in the AFC East. No. Houston, um, if they had some decent may, coaching, yeah, maybe Houston if they had co- decent coaching. Uh, he could, he could come to um, Chicago. Nah, not unless nah. he wants to be a backup. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Too much money invested in fields. <laughs> he should go somewhere that needs a QB, like the Saints, Panthers, not the Bears, or Broncos. Yeah, Saint Saints, Panthers, or Broncos absolutely works. Yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah. you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. give it give it a year for Mac Jones to be fully exposed. Maybe the Patriots need him. I don't know. Yeah, I still think the Patriots should trade for Mitchell Trubisky from the Bills, and uh, it'd be great for you. I think he'd fit in really well. And I, <laughs> I and I mean that. I think Mitchell Trubisky is the perfect Patriots quarterback. He's like Mac Jones, but can actually complete passes. You know. Yeah. Well. We'll, we'll, we we won't talk about the 69% live completions that Mac Jones has had, and it triggered a a, a big 
Rory on Twitter earlier because of um, Rob Gronkowski and his love of 69. I mean, who doesn't love 69? And on that note, <laughs> we'll move into our final segment. It's time for You Bet. Father, got three words for you. Yards after catch. And that's where I'll leave it. This is You Bet. That is the segment in which we take some betting options, propositions from popular betting sites, and uh, we propose them to each other, and we simply answer, yes, they will happen, and no, they will not happen. And it rolls into our uh, prediction competition for the week. Matt, you can go first this week. What have you got? Yeah, so um, my bet comes from uh, mattbet.com forward slash toeymw underscore Matt. Um, and it comes from the Bills and Patriots rematch game. Um, the question is, will Mac Jones and Josh Allen both throw for over 200 yards and score three or more touchdown in a game that is currently on the cards to be the AFC number two spot, currently New England Patriots, against the number seven spot, the Buffalo Bills, in the wild card. So, Mm. 200 yards throwing, three or more touchdowns to both of them. I can see the 200 yards each. I think that's doable. But I'm not sure that either guy gets three Three touchdowns. Maybe if you include rushing touchdowns in there for Josh Allen, he, and maybe even for Mac Jones, actually, you might you might get to that three. But I I don't think we turn this into a shootout, given what we saw in the last game. I think it's still going to be a battle of defenses and running games and, and trying to protect Mac Jones as much as possible and trying to protect Josh Allen, who has had some shaky moments this season. So I'm going to go, no, I don't think this happens. Very close, but no, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's gonna it is gonna be close and I do I do see the two hundred yards each, uh, but I don't see the three or more. So yeah. That silly betting site of mattbet.com is letting me down. I'm gonna say no. So you're saying that you you made up this uh this you bet this week? Absolutely. Oh well that's Why not? that's two for two because uh, I also two two. Uh, made this one up. Uh, I, I wasn't fancying anything on the uh, the betting sites, as clearly you weren't either. So uh, I came up with my own. Maybe I'll try and feed it to uh, to William Hill or something. Um, my bet comes from the Christmas Day games, the two games that we have on Christmas Day. The question is, will each of the teams playing, the Packers, the Browns, the Cardinals and the Colts, score 25 or more points in their games? 25 or more. All four of them. What do you think? Um, <clears throat> Packers, yes. Browns, just about. Cardinals, who were they playing? Um, Colts. It's, it's Cardinals and it's Packers, Browns, Cardinals, Colts. Cardinals and Colts. Um, I'm gonna say no, and the Browns are gonna let it down. Oh, you've changed your mind on the Browns. You think the Browns are going to let that down. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, being as I came up with this bet and uh, I'm I'm pretty keen on it, I think we should see some great football on Christmas Day. I'm going to say yes. High scoring in each of these games. So over 50 points in each of the games because Oof. each team score more than 25 points each. I can see it. I can see yeah. it now. So yeah. clearly through the snow, Santa's heading, <laughs> heading on home after a long day delivering presents around the world. And the last present will be a you bet victory for me. And that is two high-scoring games, 25 or more points for each of these teams. Got to believe. I just, I, yeah. I be be believe in your own bet. <laughs> I believe in Santa Claus and his, abil his ability to to pull out two fantastic games on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Well, Christmas evening, I should say, not Christmas Eve. Yes. That That's yes. already a thing, Christmas Eve. I was trying to coin a phrase. It didn't work. Yeah, and it's, you know, it, it is, after all, today, Christmas Eve Eve. So... Yes, it is indeed. Uh, thank you, uh, Phoebe Buffet, for that uh, that wonderful... <laughs> wonderful term for the day before Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. Absolutely. Uh, and, and there we go. That is our show. That is uh, the the final show now. The the actual final show uh, across all of the jazz shows, streaming places, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, everywhere. That's it. Done for Christmas. Uh, and the next time that uh, you see anybody on any of these channels will be us. Uh, how do you feel about uh, next Thursday, Matthew? Same again next week. Does does that day have a number? It's the thirtieth. Oh, the thirtieth. We'll 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 see. I'll 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 see. Yes, we'll see. It shouldn't be an issue. But if you know family stuff and Christmas, who knows? We'll see. Maybe it'll be a surprise appearance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll consult the calendar, but we'll be back next we week shall. for uh, for week yes. seventeen before it happens. Uh, avoiding all that new day, new year stuff before yeah. we, we get massively hung over and all that kind of stuff but uh, yeah. but you may just about see us in, in 2021 again yes. which we'll see I'm sure we will Yeah. Uh, but until then you all need to have yourselves wonderful Christmases uh, and potentially happy New Year's if we, if we don't see you before then uh, Matt you yourself as well have a, a Merry Christmas love and to you, you and all Jess, the family very, uh, absolutely and to you Love to all of the teams in the NFL except for the Packers and Patriots. I hope <laughs> I hope you are given the gift of COVID for Christmas, uh, the Packers and Patriots. And uh, oh, you're so mean! I am. I am yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get gonna get coal in my stocking, and I, and I don't mean Keelan Cole. He's gonna be busy. Yeah, he is. Or or Cole Beasley. There we are. There's, There's another one. one. There you go. Any more? Yeah. We done? Is that, is that about yeah, it? Just about. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Thank you for coming. This has been Two Minute Warning. I've been Jez. That's been Matt. It's goodbye from me. Say goodbye, Matt. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. <laughs>